You're listening to SBS News. Adelaide was a port of entry for many early migrants in Australia. And this is where, in 1854, a man arrived from a small village of the Levant, believing he had reached the Americas. This is the story of Masoud Fakri and the Magnificent Seven, who seem to have started Lebanese migration to Australia. The man who started the Lebanese-Australian community probably did not want to come to Australia at all. Dr. Youssef Taouk, a researcher at the Australian Catholic University, says no one in Lebanon in the 19th century even had any idea Australia existed in the first place. He is of the opinion that Masoud Fakhri was trying to reach the Americas, where lots of Lebanese people had already migrated by that time. Masoud would have come by accident. He, he wouldn't have uh, intended to, to come to Australia. Australia wasn't a known destination. Well, back in those days, you didn't actually book before traveling. You went to the port and you just bought a ticket on the port and you asked, you know, which ship goes to wherever you're going, let's say the United States, either the USA or South America. He suggests Masoud Fakri took the wrong boat and ended up in the wrong country. And he may, he may have made a mistake in getting on the wrong ship, not, not from Lebanon, but from, uh, in those days, it was mostly Port Said in, uh, in Egypt. You would change there and catch the ship that would take you to your destination. And he would have caught the wrong ship and that ship would have taken him to Australia instead of the, the US. The Lebanese community in Australia is large, but it is also one whose first migrant is among the hardest to pinpoint, as Dr. Taouk quickly realized. It's like searching for an for a needle in a haystack, really. You don't even know how they would have spelled their name. I've gone to the New South Wales record office. I've searched records. I've tried to search his name. I just couldn't find anything. So what I have found is multiple publications that refer to him as the first migrant. But I haven't been able to find the actual records and which ship he arrived on. Masoud Fakri is rather well known in the collective memory of the Lebanese community in Australia. But his story may be impossible to document because of inaccurate records. According to most recollections, he first understood he was not in America when he found no trace of the migrant community he expected to meet. There was no one near to meet him. There was no fellow countryman. And it was only when he met an Irish priest that he realized that he wasn't actually in the US. He was, he was in, a, in a new country, which he hadn't heard of, called Australia. Well, this priest, he realized that this man had come from uh, somewhere in the Middle East. And then when he saw the, the merchandise they had, uh, the Irish were still very, uh, very strong in their faith in those days. And when he saw all the pictures of uh, saints, of holy people, rosaries, he knew that he would have come from the Holy Land. The priest told all his Irish uh, compatriots that he'd met this man from the Holy Land. The story goes that Masoud Fakri was accepted by the Irish community and was surprised that everyone wanted to buy his religious items. But he did not stay. After a couple of years at most, he returned to his country, but not without enticing two more men from Lebanon to Australia. And he told all his relatives that, you know, he'd found this country called Australia. There's a lot of money to be made there. His uncle was a priest. Two of his cousins 
the priest's sons decided to try their luck and travel to this new country and see if they could make a fortune as well. The two sons of the priest did not stay in Australia forever. But this is when a Lebanese village called Faros Rob enters the scene. One of the priest's sons inspired other people from this village to come, and this is the start of permanent migration from Lebanon. Jennifer Hanna has been investigating on behalf of the Australian Faros Rob Association, a gathering of people claiming descent from migrants of this precise village. It started with a group of seven men who used to work for a man in Bshari, which is a neighbouring village. And this man from Bshari was telling the seven men that his son had gone to a place called Australia and was doing very well there. He'd been there for maybe a couple of years. This gentleman from Bshari promised the seven men that if they wanted to go to Australia, that, that his son would actually help them. These seven pioneers became revered under a peculiar nickname, the Magnificent Seven. Because they started the migration for our village back in 1887, we um, have given them the affectionate term of the Magnificent Seven. Because basically these first seven men really started something very special. Um, for our village. Jennifer Hanna tells us how the Magnificent Seven made it to Australia, where they were greeted by one of the priest's sons. They basically left their village of Fertesrob and they went to the port of Mina in Tripoli and from there went on a small boat and then went on a larger boat, probably Egypt they probably had to go to, and then they made that trek, which would have take, taken some months to get to Australia. They were wearing traditional baggy trousers and traditional dress of the time that uh, that might sort of not look so normal here in Australia. So um, they bought clothes and he took them on a train up to Broken Hill, which is where they initially settled and where that gentleman was working. So the Magnificent Seven found themselves in the outback and they took on a profession that was typical of migrants of the time, a job referred to as hawkers. Basically, a hawker is somebody that would sell wears on their back and go walking from town to town. These hawkers would need to apply for a license. Uh, they couldn't just pretty much start walking and selling. The police would have something to say about that. If they had to pay for this license, uh, get it renewed sometimes on a monthly basis, uh, there wouldn't just be one license. There would be a license for every district they wanted to work in, but that would allow them to sell goods Things like haberdashery items, clothing, and they would actually work more in the country towns where the people would not be able to go into town as, as easily. But we are looking for the people who stayed in Australia, and it seems the Magnificent Seven still are not the ones we are looking for. Their children, however, would qualify. I don't believe any of them stayed and had their families here in Australia. Each of them stayed for a couple of years, for a few years, varying amounts of time, worked, earned some money, and they did go back to Lebanon. All of them went back to Lebanon at some stage. But all of them then sent one or more of their children back to Australia, and it's that next generation down that basically stayed, got married, and had their families here. So this is the answer to our question. Who were the first Lebanese to settle in Australia? It turns out they were the children of the Magnificent Seven, who themselves were inspired by the sons of a priest, who in turn got the idea from Masoud Fakri, the man who discovered Australia by mistake. 
As Youssef Taouk says, the Magnificent Seven made Australia famous in Lebanon. There are records to indicate that by the 1870s, like Australia became known uh, by a lot of Lebanese and it, it, it did become a destination uh, for migrants from Lebanon. And such was the impact of the children of the Magnificent Seven that their descendants represent a significant part of the Lebanese-Australian community today. It's very hard to know exactly how many people we have of Frisobi origin, but we have a very large community, and I would say probably the largest uh, Lebanese community. We have well over 25,000 at least, you know, all over Australia, predominantly on the eastern, on the east coast. An accidental visit by a man bound for the Americas put Australia on the maps of Lebanese people. And nowadays, the memory of Masoud Fakri and the Magnificent Seven is still vivid in the mind of Lebanese Australians. I am Julien Oyer from SBS, bringing this podcast series to you. Each episode is about the earliest documented person to settle in Australia permanently that we managed to identify from each community. If you are aware of someone who settled even earlier, or the first migrant from any other community, we would love to hear from you and welcome your story. Please write to us at radio.news at sbs.com.au. Thank you.